The following shiur is delivered by Rabbi Mordechai Lebhar, Rosh Kolel at Link of Los Angeles. For more information or shiurim, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. So the topic that we want to speak about regarding Parashat Vayigash is a topic that applies to many places and a very fascinating chidush. And let's start off with the following. The brothers come to see Yosef. They don't know that it's really Yosef. And they uh, they are invited to eat by his table. And they eat. And they eat. I don't know if anybody put any thought to this, but... How come the brothers ate by Yosef's table? How can it be? They thought that Yosef is not Jewish. So even if he told them that he did Shechita, that he uh, did Shechita, and indeed the Gemara in Masechet Chulin writes that they they showed him that they did Shechita, but how are they believed? They are not... Torah observing Jews and even before Matan Torah they kept the Torah so how did they believe the brothers how did they believe how did the brothers believe Yosef that the food was really kasher uh, the same question you could ask when Yitzchak Avinu was brought the food from his son Esav he knew that Esav is not Shomer Torah or Mitzvot how could Yitzchak rely on Esav's food it's written in Shulchan Aruch Siman Kuf Yutet of Yoredea, that somebody who is, doesn't keep kasher, and he's chashud ala averot, is not trusted regarding kashrut. This is the, uh, this is the big question that we could ask on the story of Yosef and his brothers, and by Yitzchak and his, uh, and, and his, uh, and his, um, son, and really this applies nowadays in many scenarios, where children go to their parents' house, and Baruch Hashem, we have many Ba'ale Teshuvah nowadays, and those children are eating by their father's table, and their, and their parents don't keep kashrut at all. So, how are the children allowed to eat by their parents? This is a tremendous question. Uh, a similar question. Nowadays, we have people that a lot of Ba'ale Teshuvah, and sometimes the Ba'ale Teshuvah the Balitishuva, uh, their wives are not yet Balitishuva. They're not, they're not religious. So the husband keeps Tarata Mishpacha, and the wife doesn't keep Tarata Mishpacha. But she says that she, in other words, she, she's not religious, I'm sorry. But for the husband, she's willing to keep Tarata Mishpacha. So how do we believe her? How do, we don't believe somebody who does not keep the things itself, themselves, does not keep the mitzvot themselves, they don't have an imanut on the mitzvot. So if they don't have an imanut, if they don't have, uh, if they don't have, um, uh, um, trust in this regard, so how are they able to, uh, uh to, to be believed? Another question is that children, let's say your child at home tells you something and he's under bar mitzvah. Is he able to, uh, uh is he, is he able to tell you something in regard, in regards to the halacha? The Shulchan Aruch writes in the laws of Tevilat Kilim that a child is not believed to say that he, uh, that he, he uh, brought the keli to the mikveh. 
if you ask him. On a deoraita, at least he's not believed because a child is not believed. So what would be the case, a classic example, where a child is at the table and you are doing birkat amazon and you are not sure whether you said birkat amazon or not. You're not sure because... Uh, 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 because you were spacing out, you're just not sure if you said Birkat Amazon. Now the halacha is, if someone's not sure if he said Birkat Amazon, he has to go back, because Safek de Oraita lechumra. Birkat Amazon is de Oraita, even though Safek Brachot Leakel, that we go on Brachot to be lenient, but Safek de Oraita lechumra. So over here, where a child is not sure, where, uh, where a person is not sure if he did Birkat Amazon, and his son tells him, Dad, Abba, I know that you said Birkat Amazon. Could we rely on, and you know that the child's not lying. Could we rely on that child, even though a child usually doesn't have ne'imanut? So that's the third scenario. So I want to bring up with to you a fascinating Gemara in Masechet Ketubot and in Masechet Pesachim and, and, and discuss this halacha. The Gemara in Masechet Ketubot discusses, discusses the, the, the case where Rava had a a lot of uh, in the in the pehe had a lot of uh, had a lot of uh, um, uh, a different shtarot had a lot of of documents and in those documents he he had um, he had somebody that was going to come and swear whether those documents were paid up or not. So it's written over there that his wife, uh, we call her Bat, uh, uh, um, Bat Rav Chizda, the daughter of Rav Chizda, that was his wife, said, uh, told him, I know that that person is, that that person is Chashud ala Shivwa. I know that that person is suspected on, on, uh, and is suspected and is not believed. So the Gemara says that if that is indeed the case, that the person is uh, suspected on the Shivwa. So what Rava did is that he gave the Shivwa to someone else. He gave the Shivwa to someone else. Now, um, he gave the Shivwa to someone else. So the Gemara says that Rav Papa came another time and said, I know that this star is paid up. So Rava told him, even though you are one, since you are... See, even though you're a witness, you're not believed. So Rav Ada Bar Matana was present. He said, I don't understand. You believe your wife and you don't believe Rav Papa? It seems to be that Rav Papa was like a very holy Jew. And even though Bat Rav Chizda, I'm sure, was also holy, but not like Rav Papa. And, uh, and Rav Ada asked Rav, how could it be that you believe uh, your wife and you don't believe Rav Papa? So Rava answers the following, and these are the key words over here, says. Rava said that my wife is Kimli Begave, is believed to me. Rav Papa is not, is not Kimli Begave. He, he, he's not, it's not known to me. I don't know Rav Papa as well. Now this is a fascinating discussion. This is a fascinating discussion because on one hand, Rava uh, on, hand, on one hand, Rav Papa was, is very trustworthy. So why is it that Rava could believe his wife and, and Rava cannot believe, uh, Rav Papa? This is the big question. So Rav Moshe Feinstein in two places, and uh, one of his famous teshuvot is Yorodea Chelek Alev, Simanun Dalid, 
was asked about a big problem that they had in the times that people were becoming communists. The younger generation were becoming communists. So here, you know, in our generation, the children are balitishu and the parents are not religious in many cases. Here was the opposite problem. The children was not religious and the parents are religious. You have an older father eating by his daughter. Where else is he going to get food from? And that, 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 in other words, he was older. He had to have his daughter take care of him. And the daughter was a very, uh, a person with great integrity, despite the fact that she went off the derech totally, didn't believe in God. But she said, don't worry, dad, I will feed you kosher. You could trust me 100%. And he knows his daughter that she will never lie to him in this regard. He knows his daughter like a book, like the palm of his hand, that she never lies. So Rav Moshe Feinstein brings this Gemara. And he says that just like Rava believed his wife, the, the father could believe his daughter even though she's not religious. Why? And here he says something unbelievable. Says Ramosha Feinstein. The Gemara seems to say that Rav Papa was more reliable than the daughter because if not, it shouldn't have asked where Rav Papa is believed, the daughter's not believed. So what happened over here? Says Ramosha Feinstein. The daughter was much more, the daughter was much more believed, uh, was much more believed because when you are relying on Rav Papa, you are relying on a chazaka, on an assumption that he doesn't say the truth, but that's because of an assumption that putting two things together. But when, when, when the, when Rava is relying on his wife, and so too over here, where the father is relying on his daughter, it's not because of an assumption. It's because of a yedia. It's because of clear knowledge. It's like he knows the thing himself. He knows the person so well, for him it's knowledge. It's, it's a step above testimony. Says Ramosha Feinstein. And a test above, test, a, 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 a step above testimony is better than testimony itself. So you can't believe Rav Papa because he's one witness, even though you know he's not lying. But it's not a yedia, it's not knowledge by you. It's an assumption. It's a good assumption, but nevertheless it's an assumption. And says Ramosha Feinstein, this only works by somebody who's close to you, like Bat Rav Chizda. And therefore, he permits such a case. This is a very big chidush of Ramosha Feinstein. And the big debate in question is, how far could we extend this chidush to? The, uh, the, 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 the Hafez Chaim in Klal Dalid, Hilchot Rechilut, um, I'm sorry, in Klal Vav, uh, Siv Zayin discusses this. And he brings the Gemara in Masechet Ketubot, as well as another Gemara in Masechet Pesachim, that the Gemara in Pesachim similarly discusses how, uh, how a, a famous Gemara in regards that they, uh, somebody testified that there was a Dvar Avira, that there was an Avira done, that one person sinned with, uh, in Davkuf Yud Gimel Amud Bet, that one person testified to Rav that somebody sinned. So the Gemara says that he's an Eidechan and he's not believed, but the Rav could believe him in order to uh, be, have a heter to believe him that he's allowed to hate him. So regarding uh, regarding a practical divorces, you can't make you can't you can't base any halachot of divorce on on the fact of one testimony. But the fact that the rav is able to believe kebetre like two people that he's able to believe. Now the reef and the Rambam say that nowadays 
we don't we don't we don't really go with this Gemara. The 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 the, the Rif and the Rambam in Psachim say nowadays we don't say Kimli Bigave. This whole halachah in Masechet Kitubot and the Rambam as well in Ilchot Sanhedrin says we don't follow this nowadays because uh, the Betin doesn't follow this nowadays. It says Chofetz Chaim according to this. If one person that you that is believed to say something says it, the Bedin doesn't act upon this. So it seems to be from the Chavetz Chaim that the Bedin doesn't up, uh, act upon this, and not only that, you're not allowed to believe in regards to Ilchot Rechilut. Because, anyways, if you want to be Choshesh, you're always allowed to be Choshesh of someone, but to believe him, you're not allowed to believe him because uh, 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 because uh, we don't follow this halachah Kimli Bigave nowadays. Rav Moshe Feinstein seems to assume not like the Chafetz Chaim, and he discusses this Chafetz Chaim in Ora Chaim Chelekalev Simanun Gimel, and he says that a Yediyah is better. And it would seem to be also that nowadays we are not so mech, maybe uh, we are not so mech on, these, on, on this one person regarding halachic laws of taking money out of a person's jurisdiction. But when it comes to be Choshesh for Isurim or the other way around, around relying on an Isur, that Rav Moshe Feinstein says we would. It's just Allah in betin. They can't, they can't extract money from someone based on Kimli Bigaveh. That's what the Rif and the Rambam were saying. But the fact that the person is believed, even in regards to Isurim, they are. And therefore, Rav Moshe Feinstein says, in a case where a, a, a Bal Teshuvah knows that he could rely on his parents or on his child, he knows them, and this is only going to work by somebody who has who has close knowledge to Cesar Moshe Feinstein. That would be good enough, and 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 this would also be the same case. Uh, Rav Moshe Sternbach in Teshuvot ve'Anagot Chelik Bet Siman Taf Lamed, or and in Chelik Gimel Siman Reshnun Gimel was asked the similar questions, and he says based on this Rav Moshe Feinstein, there is what to rely on. Although he does bring the Chafetz Chaim that says that it's not allowed, and therefore there is what to debate. But he is lenient in this regard. Now we have to be very particular that this is only talking about if you know very well with clear knowledge that this person didn't sin. As a matter of fact, the Ma'arik discusses this in Siman Pebet and he says that this is only when it's Kimli Begaveh that a person Shumatsui Etzlo Tadir the gas betuva, person who's by him often, like the case of Batra Chizda, which is Kimli Begabe. But somebody else, Slobi Kimli Begabe, not. And the Marama Lashker writes in Siman Kuf Yutet, that not only that, I want to read you the Lashon. Kimli Gave, Shereota Kama Peamim Sovele Torah Kashe de Hisaron Gadol, the Omeset Masakavad, the Enomrim Davashish Bussafek. Marama Lashker says it has to be somebody who you saw them in previous scenarios, have a Yetzirah to lie, and they didn't. That's when you could rely on Kimli Bigavein. This is just proving Rav Moshe Feinstein's point that this is a step above testimony. Even though you have great people like Rav Papa that say something, it's because it's you're relying on a Chazak and assumption. But when people, you know like them that the palm of their hands, that's what the Gemara said when it said Kimli Bigavein. And therefore, uh, you could also ask a question on Rav Asher Weiss and on uh, on, on uh, other poskim that that brought scenarios in regards to um, uh, uh, Maranos. I'm sorry, Anusim. We should call them in uh, in brought down in the Teshuvah of the Tashbets Chelik Betsiman Samech that we believed Anusim in certain in certain instances. Also in Chelik Bet of the Tashbetsiman Chavgimel, that was talking about. 
uh, belief of somebody that we know we can trust. But it's not the same level as Kimli Bigave. Rav Asher Weiss wants to compare that to our case of Kimli Bigave, and I would think that, 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 that the case of Kimli Bigave solely applies to somebody who is, who you know for a fact, like the palm of your hand, that they are able to be relied on. That's when we say the chidush of Kimli Bigave. But it is not relied on 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 uh, on on cases where it doesn't have to do with prohibitions, like uh, uh, it, it doesn't have to do with prohibitions, like uh, forbidding a wife to her her husband. Then you would need shte edim that the Khatam sofer speaks out uh, that that it wouldn't work. But it would only be in very specific scenarios. So getting back to our case, so a bal we mentioned is allowed to eat by his uh, parents or rely on his wife if they know them like the palm of their hands. Now, by a child, the the, the Gemara and uh, I'm sorry, the the Shulchan Aruch is said you can't believe a child, but that would only be if you if you're not 100 percent sure on your child, and really it's hard to rely on a child because children could lie, they could be lazy, uh, that you, you don't know, they don't have that maturity yet, they don't have that maturity yet, and to rely on testimony, they're not old enough to 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 be able to rely on their testimony, but if you have 100 percent knowledge, for example. You have a video that they took of them doing it. That for sure would work. In other words, uh, being tovel de kili. But, or you know 100% that your child's not lying. Or by birkat amazon. You ask them a very simple question. You know your child. And you know that you could rely on him. There, you would be rely on the child. Even to be to be lenient, not to have to go over birkat amazon. And indeed, Rav Mo, Rav, Rav, I saw in the name of Rabbi Yashif, Gimel, that that indeed you could rely on your child that he really uh, told you if he told you that you said birkat amazon that you don't have to go back. Now getting back to parashat vayigash, the Gemara says that these that 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 that, that the Menashe was the one who was who was shochet and he showed them paralaim betashechita. I didn't find the acharonim that asked this question, but I think that according to what we said. Um, the answer cannot be that they relied on on on, on Menashe a hundred percent because they didn't know him. What we have to say is that he showed them the beta shechita, and he let them and and he was shochet for them in front of them, so they saw it. Ah, goy is not allowed to do shechita. That's a separate question. It could be before Matan Torah. They knew he's not being over David Dazara. It's allowed. Indeed, there are Mefarshim who say that that's what happened, that there was a Shechita uh, done in front of them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be able to eat. But that's only regards to the brothers. So in regards to the brothers, from the fact that the Gemara says that he showed them Beta Shechita shows us that otherwise they wouldn't have relied on him. And it wasn't only that they showed him Beta Shechita, they, according to some Mefarshim, they even Shechted in front of him. In front of the, the brothers, which is why we, they were able, the brothers were able to rely on Menashe. But regarding Yitzchak and Esav, Esav just brought the food. How did Yitzchak rely on him? It must be that Yitzchak believed his son 100%, just like a father knows his son that he wouldn't lie to him. Yitzchak knew that his son doesn't lie. He has a lot of other things, but he's not going to lie in this regard. To him, he knows that he could trust him on this. It was a level of Kimli Bigaveh. And that solves the issue why Yitzchak was able to eat from Esav's food. And, uh, and, and the brothers wouldn't have been able to eat from the food of Menashe if it wasn't for the fact that they saw the Shechita or they saw that, 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 that he was Shochet. Uh, these are fascinating discussions that are applicable 
to many scenarios in life. And we hope that we clarified the concept of when you can believe someone and the great Chidush from Rav Moshe Feinstein. Chazaku Baruch. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halakhic consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call 1-844-200-TSHC or email info at the shc.org to subscribe.